Daily Current Affairs. 9th July. Image from Google. 1. India's first movable freshwater tunnel aquarium installed at Bengaluru Station. Krantivirus Angoli Rayana Railway Station also known as Bengaluru City Railway Station has become the first railway station in India with a movable freshwater tunnel aquarium. The state-of-the-art aquarium has been jointly opened by the Indian Railway Stations Development Cooperation Limited, IRST, in collaboration with the Aquatic Kingdom. The Aquatic Kingdom Aquarium is based on the concept of the Amazon River and is 12 feet long. The entrance of the station now gives a glimpse into marine life, with a beautiful dolphin humbly greeting visitors with a slight bow and a smile. A 3D selfie area, 20 feet of glass periphery are also some attractive features of the new facility. Dash. 2. World's tallest sandcastle constructed in Denmark. A sandcastle in Denmark has entered into new Guinness World Record for being the tallest sandcastle in the world. The triangular-shaped sandcastle has been built in the town of Blokus in Denmark. It stands at a height of 21.16 meters, 69.4 feet. This new structure is 3.5 meters taller than the previous record held by sandcastle measuring 17.66 meters in Germany in 2019. Dutch creator, Wilfred Steiger, was assisted by 30 of the world's best sand sculptors. The structure is built in the shape of a triangle to avoid collapsing like many others have. A wooden structure was built around it to allow the artist to carve the incredible figures in the sand. This highly decorated monument in the small seaside village of Blokus, which is reminiscent of a pyramid, is made up of 4,860 tons of sand. To ensure the sand sticks on, it was mixed with around 10% clay. Note. Denmark capital, Copenhagen. Denmark currency, Danish krona. Dash. 3. Ministry of Defense implements Spursh system. Ministry of Defense has implemented Spursh, System for Pension Administration Raksha, an integrated system for automation of sanction and disbursement of defense pension. This web-based system processes pension claims and credits pension directly into the bank accounts of defense pensioners without relying on any external intermediary. A pensioner portal is available for pensioners to view their pension-related information, access services and register complaints for redressal of grievances, if any, relating to their pension matters. About the Spursh. Spursh envisages the establishment of service centers to provide last-mile connectivity to pensioners who may be unable to directly access the Spursh portal for any reason. In addition to several offices of the Defense Accounts Department, which are already functioning as service centers for pensioners, the two largest banks dealing with defense pensioners, State Bank of India, SBI, and Punjab National Bank, PNB, Dash have been co-opted as service centers. Note, Minister of Defense, Sri Rajath Singh. Dash. 4. Amazon launches its first digital Kendra in India in Gujarat. Amazon has launched its first digital Kendra in India in Surat, Gujarat. Amazon Digital Kendra was inaugurated by Vijay Rapani, Chief Minister of Gujarat. Digital Kendras of Amazon are centers that will provide micro-small and medium enterprises, MSMEs, the opportunity to learn about the benefits of e-commerce. MSMEs can visit the Amazon Digital Kendra and avail of third-party services including training on the benefits of e-commerce, GST and taxation support, shipping and logistics support, cataloging assistance and digital marketing services. The company has focused on enabling sellers to reach customers across India and globally, and has made significant investments in technology, logistics, delivery infrastructure and digitizing payments that collectively help more customers and businesses to come online. Note. Amazon CEO, Andrew Arjassi. Amazon founded, July 5, 1994. Dash. 5. 
Department of Public Enterprises brought under Finance Ministry. The Government of India has decided to bring Department of Public Enterprises, DPE, under the Finance Ministry. DPE was earlier under the Ministry of Heavy Industries and Public Enterprises. It has been brought under the Finance Minister in a bid to ease coordination regarding future disinvestment plans. The Finance Ministry now comprises six departments, after the inclusion of DPE. Other five departments are Department of Economic Affairs Department of Expenditure Department of Revenue Department of Investment and Public Asset Management and Department of Financial Services Note, Minister of Finance and Minister of Corporate Affairs, Nirmala Sicharaman. Dash. 6. Facebook launches newsletter platform Bulletin. Facebook has announced a set of publishing and subscription tools named Bulletin, aimed to promote independent writers in the U.S. The Bulletin will include support focused on the creation of content, monetization and audience growth. It also aims to integrate its existing tools to support writing and audio content, from podcasts to live audio rooms in one place. Facebook is pushing to compete in the fast-growing email newsletter trend, as high-profile journalists and writers have left media companies over the past year to strike out on their own. Note. I, Facebook founder, February 2004. 2, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg. 3, Facebook headquarters, California, United States. Dash. 7. Boy sets up 25-member development council for cement industry. The central government has set up a 25-member development council for the cement industry under Dalmia Bharat Group CMD, Puni Dalmia. The council will suggest ways to eliminate waste, obtain maximum production, improve quality, reduce costs and promote standardization of products. Dalmia is the chairman of the council. Its members include Shri Cement Limited MD Mbangar, the India Cements Limited Executive President Rakesh Singh, Virla Corporation Limited CEO Prasheda Majumdar, JK Cement Limited Deputy Managing Director Madha Krishna Singhania, and JSW Cement Limited CEO Nilesh Narwakar. According to an order, the functions of the Council include recommending measures for securing the full utilization of the installed capacity and for improving the working of the industry, particularly of the less efficient units, promote the training of persons, and promoting or undertaking scientific and industrial research. It would also work for standardization of accounting and costing methods and practice, and promoting the adoption of measures for increasing the productivity of labor, including measures for securing safer and better working conditions. The Council's functions also include promoting or undertaking inquiry as to materials and equipment and as to methods of production, management and labor utilization, including the discovery and development of new materials, equipment and methods. Dash. 8. INS Tabar conducts military exercise with Italian Navy. Indian naval ship, INS, Tabar recently participated in military exercises with the frontline frigate of the Italian Navy. INS Tabar joined Italian Navy and entered Port of Naples on July 3 as part of the ongoing deployment in the Mediterranean. Commanding Officer Captain Mahesh Mangiaputi called on senior officers of Prefect of Naples Authority, Regional Italian Navy Headquarters and Coast Guard Headquarters during the stay. This exercise covered several naval operations such as air defense procedures, communication drills, replenishment at sea, and cross-deck helo operations by day and night. The exercise was mutually beneficial for enhancing interoperability and consolidating combined operations against maritime threats. Dash. 9. Kerala Government. To have its own OTT platform. Kerala Government has proposed to have its own over-the-top, OTT, platform. 
The state government has planned to launch it by November 1st. The state government's proposed foray into the online content streaming space with the launch of an over-the-top, OTT, platform is a cultural intervention, rather than something prompted by the market or revenues. Why Kerala will launch a new OTT platform? OTT players like Netflix and Amazon have been showing more interest in Malayalam cinema. But they are mostly limited to films from which they can get revenue. In the last one year, less than 15 Malayalam films, featuring big stars, have been taken up these platforms. Furthermore, smaller and homegrown OTT platforms such as Neestream and Mainstream TV do not have much of finance to match bigger players. Thus, the state government proposed this OTT platform which will ensure space and make some sort of revenue share for lower-budget and independent films that are struggling to find space among the public. Dash. 10. A new book titled The Light of Asia by Jairam Ramesh. A new book titled The Light of Asia authored by Jairam Ramesh is a biography of an epic bio-poem on the Buddha. Ramesh, the author, member of parliament, former union minister, and congress leader, digs deep in his new book to bring out the fascinating story behind the epic 1879 poem, The Light of Asia by Sir Edwin Arnold, that took the world by storm and in some ways, brought the Buddha's story to the world at the turn of the last century. Dash. Source, Wikipedia slash internet.